What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. My mind's playing tricks on me. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but nothing seems to give me sweet Self-Helpless with Kelsey Cook, Delaney Fisher, and Taylor Tomlinson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Self-Helpless. I'm Delaney Fisher. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. And I'm Kelsey Cook. <laughs> and we are here. We did are it. here. And we did it. Good job, and Delaney. we are just so excited. I totally forgot that we say our names. Yeah. Um, Someone hasn't been listening. <laughs> God. Wow. I haven't Be been a listening fan of your own lately. broadcast. Seriously. <laughs> Um, we have so many awesome, great new reviews. You guys are just crushing it. Uh, there's yeah. so many good ones. In fact, that we put all of our favorite ones into a little hat. We pull a name and that's the review that we end up reading because there's just, we can't keep track from yeah. Facebook. We just hit 155 star oh. ratings on iTunes. Dude, that's Yay. awesome. Yay. Thank so you nice. guys. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. They're on Facebook and they're on mm-hmm. iTunes and they're just emails that we get. I mean... You guys are so nice. Oh, yeah. Makes you are showering us with love. I think this review is from Facebook, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is our review of the week, and we will be sending you a shirt. Uh, this is from Lauren Vanderelzen. What a last name. Uh, she says, I am so in love with this podcast. It's disgusting. Three exclamation marks. Oh, how gross uh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I was having a terrible downer day yesterday, and I was in the obnoxiously long line at the grocery store, and my phone notified me that the self-helpless podcast requested to follow me on instagram i literally started crying it made my day love you girls so much oh that's really nice so goddamn nice very sweet so nice so lauren send us your uh the size the shirt you want uh from the two options and and your home address your home address taylor's modeling one of them today this is how we live now there they are for our youtube Mm. viewers uh yeah we are recording this. you're not watching on YouTube, just imagine that I'm very pretty. <laughs> In Which show. is not hard to <laughs> imagine because you are. Hard to imagine. I'm going to make you stop being so you self-deprecating. I, about I'm fine with me. I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm fine with 
me. I think I'm we fine. just coined another T-shirt. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine, fine with, with me. me. Yeah, yes. that's great. I would wear the hell out of an I'm fine with me. Absolutely. I'm going to write it down. No joke. I've been keeping track of new T-shirt ideas. <laughs> I love that. That's a great I'm one. I'm fine with me. I'm I fine. love that. Yeah. I would wear that absolutely. Oh, that's yeah. great. I think that's that's oh. the most confident thing I can say yeah. at this point. That is, I'm fine with I'm me. I'm fine with me. Yeah. So do Lauren, uh, email real big us. okay. <laughs> oh, do an oh my do an I. Oh my Self-uplesspodcast at gmail.com. Lauren, please email us. We love you so much. Uh, yes. And then this week, I have a treat yourself. Ooh. It's actually it's a it's sort of a treat yourself defuck combo. And, okay. Uh, Can't wait. Here's here's what it is. I've been saving it because we do talk every day, and it's yes. hard to it's hard to hide things from you guys. Uh, <laughs> basically, I think I've told you guys before. Like, I've had an issue, a reoccurring issue in my my parking, my gated parking area, my apartment structure. That like you, someone keeps not the same someone. A bunch of different people have parked in my spot that I oh, pay for that's so every annoying. month. Yeah. Oh, like I pay not for okay, it. not cool. It's I've yelled at somebody okay. for that at my spot before. Yeah. Right. So I've had like three or four different cars do this since we moved in like five months ago, which is too many. And what? I've left the first time it happened. I left a very aggressive note. You <laughs> did? Did I not tell you guys this? Oh no! Very aggressive. Did you like, take a picture of it? I didn't take a picture of the note, but I took. <laughs> I did take a picture of their license plate, and I wrote on it, "Hey, it's super shitty to park in someone else's spot who gets home late." I took a picture of your license plate. I've informed the like. I was so like imagine like what Liam Neeson would write if somebody parked in his daughter's parking yeah. spot. Yeah. That's that's what it sounded like. It was so aggressive that I, I came out. <laughs> I will kill you. Back out at 3 a.m. and switched it with a nicer note. No, wow! It like kept you up it. at night. That's yeah. how mean it was. It was oh, that's it was the very, best. They know who it's, it would is. They could trace it back to me. You true. know what I mean? I'm not oh like just some trad on the other end of a phone. In true taken fashion, they'll find you. But yeah, d- did was the car still there? It was just still there at that 3 a.m. That one was the first one. It was still there at 3 a.m. That mm. one, that was a new girl who had moved in. And the next day she was like, oh, I was parking in the wrong one. That was my fault. And I was like, okay, I'm really glad that I switched. Oh, no. But then since then, it's happened with a few more cars. And I've just been writing notes where I'm just like, hey, the last time it happened, I was so defeated. I just wrote, somebody already parks here with a sad face. <laughs> Oh my god! As I get home That's, at like two yeah. in the morning, and there's there's no street parking where I live. Of course, Zero. and they're thinking, oh, yeah. nobody's here at two. Nobody's here. Period. Yeah, I'm right. gonna park here exactly because oh. most and people don't get home. Yeah, I leave my car at the airport a lot, right. so I think people like go like, well, there's never a car there, and oh. so I have to tell them. So what I oh, did, so my treat yourself was I went to Walmart and I purchased a, a cone. cone. Yeah. Yes! Oh, God damn. That's incredible. And now every time I leave, I put the cone in my spot to discourage anyone from parking there. It's been working like a charm, you guys. Oh, my gosh. I'm so proud of you. You're really taking care of business. I am. I keep it in my passenger seat. I'm... I've never been prouder of myself for doing something so passive-aggressive Dude, you are, like, a true... Lisa Simpson, champion of my heart. Thank you. Like we, that bonds me to you in such a deep way <laughs> that you drive around with a cone, an orange cone in your, in your car. Yeah, 
it's I just there all the time. Love it yeah. all the time, and I have to pull out, and I park my car, and I go, and I put it down. And sometimes there are people out. I don't care. <laughs> I just go. That's where Wait, that goes. Have you used oh. this cone anywhere else, like at a Walmart or like a busy Seven Eleven or something? No, I haven't. You could. I could. People yeah. don't question an orange cone. They don't. They really don't. They don't fuck I, with it. I wouldn't ever either. I'd be like, oh, there must be a pothole that I can't see. You know, it's just, right? Don't totally. go there. That's not. And you know you what? It's, experiment. It's not even like that big of a cone i mean it's like a baby cone it's a baby cone yeah and it's still like to the point where i was like oh this isn't big enough like <laughs> i thought about stealing one. <laughs> it could just roll like right a little over soccer it. field cone yeah, like a tiny yeah, little it's a little one <laughs> it's bright it? orange it's enough that okay. you couldn't drive over it sure okay so it's you know it does the job but i did i wanted like a big one yeah. with like with reflector the, rings yeah, off yeah the rings yeah there was one at a park that I saw, but it, it had the park name printed on it, so <laughs> oh, I couldn't man. take it. I was like, "This will be traced back to me." <laughs> yes. Oh God, so. that's so funny. My spot. I'm what so happened? Proud of you. Yeah, yeah, that's. I wish. I mean, yeah, that was great. I thought about I, leaving a shopping cart in it, but yeah, oh, that would. But then you have to move it every then time. Where do you store it? it? Yeah, and I then just, yeah, people yeah. put shit in there. Um, I came home one night and somebody was parked in my spot, but they left a note on their own car saying, "Please call me when you get here, and I'll move oh, my car." However. Nice started calling them and it was like 10 30 at night because i was calling them not answering no answering 15 20 minutes i'm texting them i'm calling them i was like please come move your car i'm tired this what is my the spot fuck? there's no street parking near me no. obviously anyway yeah and then um they're like yeah they're like sorry we're coming down after a while and like call? this guy there's bongs in this car it's just uh. like all kinds of crazy i'm like oh god i'm never gonna hear from this person again i'm gonna have to get it towed they're probably yeah. passed out on the street somewhere oh my god uh, and he came down and he was like sorry about that i was like hey not cool man please don't <laughs> let it happen again thank you and that How was long it were you waiting i was waiting about 25 minutes that's a lot that's it was bullshit. a long time because i'm yeah. just like that's bullshit i was so tired it was like when in my burnout phase where i'm like yeah. i just gotta i need help a cam yeah. came down and helped me and i was like i just want to park my car and go to bed um, but like 25 minutes people? felt like forever when you don't know if you're gonna hear from yeah, the person absolutely you know? and they were oh, like oh how is jeff gonna get out in the morning but yeah people are shitty you this did is, good you did good you did good cone i love that you <laughs> replaced the note with a little less mean note i love that it also like sloped off to the point where you're like someone already parks here <laughs> because i would think sad face i thought that you were gonna say that your notes got more and more like i don't give a shit and like that you were just leaving notes like i hope you die like, <laughs> i hope your family dies like, spiraling just, with sticky notes yeah i thought it was gonna get more but i love that you're just like so defeated like come on man like, please. someone already parks here I'm so tired. Yeah. please so late uh, yeah please no there uh, is and there's always people parked illegally there is a spot where you know a fire truck would park a red zone if you will yeah, yeah. and people are always just sidled up to it people are garbage. parking in la is an awful experience if it's so anxiety inducing yeah it's yeah. hard to be immune to like, that awful I've, feeling yeah like i've straight up not dated people because they could i couldn't <laughs> find parking in their area i'm like this isn't worth it i don't like them that much Dude, i'm going home i get anxiety coming here yeah it's like every oh, time i I'm do here, too i'm like <laughs> and i live here <laughs> i don't want to call them because i feel stupid because i've already asked them a bunch of times but i can't find a spot i don't know where i am it's dark i just fucking koreatown <laughs> <laughs> i hate it Dude, it's it's just the struggle is real it's, it's a lot 
Yeah. It is a lot. It's I feel bad complaining about parking because I know we have normal listeners, but it's just you guys don't understand. You don't know. Oh, you yeah. don't know what it's just like. Just be grateful out these for when you can run an errand and it takes ten minutes. Be so grateful. Oh, be grateful that you don't have so to park grateful. in a parking garage to go grocery shopping. Yes, Seriously. that shit is Ooh, the worst, man. Yeah, like anytime I'm question, I question like, oh, I hope Kim loves me as much as he says he does. Uh, <gasps> he he <gasps> parks on the street for me every day in my That's, neighborhood. That is love. He gave me his parking spot i'm like oh he loves me that's everlasting he really loves me (laughs) that's true love did i tell you i think i've told you before that my friend who used to live her live here she said the best thing that always stuck with me where she said living in la is like being on treadmill that's always set a little too fast (gasps) yeah you have said that and that is absolutely true you never get comfortable the pace is just never yeah i almost got in a car accident on the way here oh but my car beeps at me and tells me to break what because i was changing i have a a, a newer prius so Uh if you are not braking and there's something in front of you it senses it and it goes and it and it does break in all red caps oh my gosh that's incredible which is very necessary in the city because i was changing lanes and i was looking behind me and i heard the beeping and i looked up and it was like one of those where you like slam (gasps) going like this and you have to worry about the person behind you so you're also kind of like it was scary dude oh no i'm glad you're okay and i'm glad you had the cone yeah just in case yeah well taylor's a defuck slash treat yourself it leads into my defuck which was uh i actually i think i went the opposite way as you you eventually became more just like like guys please stop and i kind of got my little mm, little fire up my butthole and was like hey uh-uh yeah like a soccer mom yeah. who somebody missed snack hey, day put yeah. your foot down excuse me <laughs> yeah roberta it was your week of course that's my aunt's name i love saying her name yeah that's why i say my joke my show my aunt roberta my butthole yeah i just love saying her name roberta. roberta's a great name roberta and butthole are really yeah. perfect so, yeah that's a nice combo um so nice i was voice. uh i was in the airport yeah <laughs> little an italian prego kiss um i was in the airport this was now i think a couple weeks ago and it was very early in the morning i was tired i'm running on fumes and i went into a store in lax to just get a bottle of water and i put the water up and then i inserted my card into the chip reader and the woman was like we're not taking cards only cash we're not taking cards and she like yelled at me oh my god and i was so taken aback it was very jarring it's very early in the morning and she was this one was yelling at me yeah like how are you supposed to fucking know yeah that? yeah and i was like okay like how would i know that and she goes we're about, we're about to make the announcement and i just i looked at her and this is how i know i'm like i'm turning a new leaf i'm making some boundaries because i was like okay there's no way that i could have known that you don't need to yell at me you're being rude for no reason yeah and she looked like I scrambled her brain yeah. up a little bit and she was like, well, I'm sorry, but we, we don't take cards. <laughs> like she was like embarrassed, but still like, but no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still right. But sorry. Yes, about that. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well I don't have cash. So obviously I can't get this. And so I just like, I left and I walked down to another store, but I was, I kind of had this weird high for like an hour of like, I can't believe I just stood up for myself to a stranger because you like two months ago me even would have been just like okay sorry yeah and just walked out and been like what a 
bitch. Right. You know, I would have been very like yeah. middle schoolish, just like yeah. oh, fuck her, man. Like she what a mean. bitch. Why is she? Yeah, she's she's she mean, mean to me. I hope she does a really bad day. Yeah. Why is she? Why is she pin on me, man? Like that's mean. You know, I would have totally just dealt with it in a more. I would have internalized it. I would have vented to people and been like, oh, I can't believe it. And it was the first time I just to a total stranger was like, hey, you're being rude. Don't be yeah. rude. Like, there's right. no reason for you to be like that to me. And it stopped her in her tracks. And I just, hmm. so yeah. That's that a fuck slash check yourself. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Because I'm, I'm very much the person who's like, okay, I'm sorry. And that's like, I walk away going, I stood up for myself. Right. <laughs> they know I wasn't happy <laughs> with them. <laughs> right. You could tell I didn't mean that. Sorry. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. I would, it's the same thing. I would just be like, okay, relax. Right. and then just leave and there's not but that's a very nice mature way to handle it yeah hey nice. you're being rude for no reason maybe figure that shit you out soccer mom them i yeah. did i therapist there's that. no <laughs> reason like you for you to be setting a tantrum right now yeah <laughs> yeah you are overreacting so um it was definitely a defuck moment on their part where i was like wow this person is being crazy and overreacting but it was definitely a, like a good feeling of oh i am setting boundaries i'm getting yes. better at uh if people are Setting treating me a way that i don't want to be treated i'm gonna tell them yeah yeah you go yeah you did me. you did it <laughs> little soccer mom yeah. if you're mean i'm gonna tell you yeah <laughs> i won't keep You'll it to know. myself anymore <laughs> yeah so yeah. that was my defuck moment that's a good one it's good, hey, good. Well, do we have a quotable this week oh we sure do <laughs> uh, <laughs> we sure do yeah okay oh, transition i like that. oh yeah, man like can I, I like that can i find it i should have said time. the whole word so Delaney had time to find it. Oh, I know. I, I abbreviated it. Have a now everything's screwed up. Quotable. The double Dutch jump rope's gotten tangled up at her yeah. ankles. You guys yeah. just everybody's looking and pointing and laughing. You guys just laughing. talk amongst <laughs> yourselves. You guys have just had it. Well, oh boy, our- I feel so much shame and imperfection right now. <laughs> oh. Well, one of we one of the, the quote we picked for this week, the reason we picked it is because we actually read it oh, in it our book, The Gifts of Imperfection, not our book, it's Brene Brown's book, but the book that we <laughs> no, read this no, week yeah. uh and we're reviewing. So, uh I found it. came across it. Oh, go ahead. Delaney. It's from Leonard Cohen's song <laughs> Anthem. There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. Oh. <sighs> that was so good just, did you need to hear that i so needed to hear that yeah. because it just ugh, imperfection is necessary you know mm. I hate it though. yeah it, it, but you know <laughs> what when you think about it that is when like the the accidents that end up being coming you know like a science experiment gone wrong and then also we got fucking electricity and shit i don't right. know yeah. don't fact check me on that but that's <laughs> you know you hear stories of a that it's like history version of yeah. electricity yeah. <laughs> you know it was just like if ben franklin had spackled those cracks <laughs> yeah. the light of electricity never would have gotten oh, in yeah. we'd be living in the dark Thank ages God so. ace hardware ran out of spackle <laughs> and benji Please. franklin Good pick old it up. Benji. <laughs> Thank God his father never took him to fly a kite. You know? Oh, exactly. But that's where the, the magic happens. Yeah. Oh, I just, if, uh, I needed to hear that quote at, the, yeah, at this I moment. I can tell that was really resonating with you. Yeah. The guttural noise yeah. You yeah. in your throat of just like, oh. We're all imperfect. So good. Why do we keep trying to hide that we're all imperfect? I know. What's our problem? That's what it is. It's just anytime I hear something where it's like, hey, you know, we're all garbage, right? I'm like, we all are garbage. (laughs) I 
yeah. up all myself. Yeah. The world yeah. is a dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> We're dead. Yeah. yeah. We're hardcore deep in it. Yeah. So deep in it. But yeah, that was my favorite quote from the book. Well, we've been talking about this book for a while now. Yeah. I think we've been teasing it on past episodes uh, for quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's, again, it's The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown, who hopefully, I mean, we can uh, go through all her books because she's just... I have such a lady boner for Brene Brown. If you're <laughs> yeah. listening, I just, like, Come I want to be it. your friend and I want you to, like, be my aunt. And I just... Uh, also, if you're looking for, like, a quick um, visual thing of Brene Brown, her TED Talk called The Power of Vulnerability has, like, millions of views oh, on good. YouTube. Yeah. And it's a really, mm, like, you'll watch it and then you're like, I have to read everything this woman has written she's so amazing amazing yeah and she's like us where she's like hardcore type a neurotic perfectionist oh yeah and it's almost like if she can do it anybody can do it that type of a thing where if she can go on this journey of trying to be easier on yourself then anybody can you know what i liked which i don't know if she ever mentioned but there was several typos in the book and i was like oh good for her like she probably knows about the typos but she let it happen anyway and like didn't you know what i mean or maybe she's or maybe she's stressed about i was like hey i i don't know if this is intentional but i appreciate it (laughs) we'll have to talk about my big typo my yes well i haven't told you about this yeah wait what happened should we talk about it right now whatever you want to now whatever you want well no I, i totally can so um a lot of the book of the gifts of imperfection is dealing with when you do fuck up and there's a specific thing on page 56 where it talks about like that her daughter comes to her and is like i misspelled my teacher's name and she's like rather than berating her daughter and being like what's wrong with you she just was like oh everybody does that it's fine yeah Yeah. so um i submitted myself for a um for an opportunity with netflix and i had reread that email probably 47 times oh to make sure that the grammar was perfect and that it was in the right tone and that it was professional. I had other people look at it to make sure that it was, um, that it was perfect. And I clicked send and then I went to my send folder to make sure it sent. And I realized that in the title of the episode where I hadn't really been checking a bunch, I spelled Netflix Netflix. In the subject line? In the subject line. Oh, my. That's fine. Probably. Oh, well. (laughs) So I switched the I and the L. And those two lowercase letters look very similar. So that's why my brain didn't automatically, like, catch it. Yeah. And then I saw it. And it's, you know, it's sent. You can't unsend an email. And I melted. (gasps) I had a meltdown. Oh. Kelsey in my friend's bed in New York City I'm like there by myself and I was crying I was like they're not even gonna consider me like I've gotten all these fearful ideas from going to festivals where there's panels and people are like if you don't take time to spell check your submission emails or if you send us a, a shoddy submission tape we're just not even we go through too many things to deal with that with people who don't take right, this seriously right. and i was like what if they see it and they're like oh my god she can't even spell the name of the company <laughs> what a piece of shit you know and i i called delaney and was in basically hysterics and was yeah. like i can't believe i'm showing her this side of me right now but i just like i think you were like on a plane or something and Probably. i just like you're new york oh my and god. i 
bless your heart dude like talked me off the ledge but I truly got into this place where it was like in my head it was unacceptable to make that mistake like that wasn't a forgivable offense even though it's literally like yeah yeah. too everybody does it happens they want us there's so many so yeah I mean and they know who you are they've heard your name like yeah you know I know yeah it just but logic doesn't have a yeah, place in that so moment it's something else takes just over like go over everything yeah, yeah it was so ironic like the amount of times i had checked it like i had literally i said in there that i like you know work at certain clubs or whatever and i, I changed the the laugh factory i changed the capital t to a lowercase because it's yeah. technically just laugh factory yeah. right i mean i'm telling you i went over it with a fine tooth comb just the night before i was giving kane shit about his grammar for art i was like oh my god <laughs> dude like the irony was unreal and i was i I couldn't handle it and now as like in a reasonable place i can know okay this is that was not a big deal it's fine right but man but especially at that moment moment, when you you've gone over this thing so many times you've worked so hard on it yes and getting tapes is a bitch capital b bitch just yeah such a bitch to get and to get to a point where you finally send it, you go to the sent folder just to like see it, and you're looking forward to that burst of relief. Yes, and to not get <laughs> you're the opposite on the edge of, of it. relaxing, where you just go, oh no, oh, I crumbled. Yeah. I fucking crumbled. It was uh, oh. it was brutal. And I told I told Jim Norton, and he he's like why don't he's like that's exactly the type of shit that you need to then turn into material like you need to be able to laugh at yourself right. not cry about it he's like you need to talk about that like well hopefully they take you at uh show tim or hob right <laughs> you <know>? right <laughs> <Where> it's like, <laughs> you know, but, it's, but he's right that i should try to find humor in it but i get so bogged down in this perfection trap yeah. where it's like god forbid i misstep and my whole world crumbles you know what can i be honest with you i think it might help you ever like have a guy you see like a couple times be like oh it was so great seeing you kelly and you're like i'm kelsey and he's like oh right 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 i think netflix might respond that way when they're like (laughs) oh my gosh who else is she sending this to as a professional welder shana ford uses forge fx to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. No, I haven't done that. I tried. Thank you. It's okay. I'm in a better place now. Yeah, yeah, totally. Poor Delaney, like... But that's the thing. The I reacted I put on that you. way before about stuff too, so you I totally so got good it. To come I totally to got for uh, advice, by the way. Oh, I'm I don't glad. know if I said. It I wish I could take podcast. my own sometimes, but yeah. Oh no, you definitely should. But like, <laughs> right. well, as yeah. far as coming to you, I feel like you're always very like, look, I've done all this. <laughs> yeah, just this so, has been done. Yeah, you're like someone. You're like a war vet or something. And you're yeah. Just like, oh, you just, you broke your ankle. I don't even have an ankle. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I got I, We've all done it. We're fine. <laughs> I got yeah. toes connected to a bolt <laughs> my shoe <laughs> yeah oh my so anyway that was uh ironic to be <laughs> having that happen as i'm reading a book called the gifts of imperfection <laughs> i'm like it's not a gift <laughs> like i fucking hate it like I'm just freaking out yeah. so anyway i have oh uh, i have a lot of that work to ver- do i'm so glad you shared that though yeah because that's gonna well, make anybody it makes me feel like 
less alone less crazy yeah, yeah. More like, we all do oh, shit like good. that we all melt down we ruminate on the craziest oh. smallest stuff so for a long time yeah for a long ass time yeah yeah, yeah. but no um so that was and yeah nice. the place great. you're like it's not even a big deal yeah, gotta, so, yeah isn't that crazy the the spectrum that you can go on just in your own mind yeah that like at one point you're like oh i'll never work again right yeah to like That's- no bitch calm the fuck down like yeah. not a big deal you oh, have to try to look at it uh you know objectively like okay this one letter is not going to determine your career yeah right. you know i think uh, i probably yeah. said that at some yes, point it's like yes you're not gonna stop being com- a comedian all of a sudden you're right you still have all this workbook for the <laughs> right. rest of the year right you yeah. know this one little letter is not they're probably gonna notice it and if yeah. they do they probably will be like oh, whatever i you know. know i know or even if they did like oh she misspelled it Oh, fuck them it's not you're gonna get through those submissions oh yeah, i know you know i know yeah it's gonna happen eventually I you know. know i yeah but i did get to a, a you went good you place but anyway but yeah, just, no we've all uh, been there yeah i thought i'd open up to the listeners okay. let you well, know yeah, you open yeah, i'm crazy In talking about your shame <laughs> you take control oh, of it you sure do <laughs> i feel like i should put it out as in the book <laughs> <laughs> you like, are doing great you're like right guys i like this so much um <laughs> I feel like I should uh, talk about my first impression just because I know it's going to yeah. be opposite to what you guys felt, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, the first, I don't know, 50, 60 pages, I I love you, Brene, right? Brene. Yeah. Great. I even feel shame <laughs> voicing yeah. my opinion sometimes. Breen? Breen? No, uh, the, the first 50, 60 pages, I really couldn't, I was having a hard time getting into it. It read like a textbook for me. It was oh, wow. very just like, it was so much information. Like I wasn't connecting to any of it. And I know, but I know I'm one of those people, one of those learners that I love like, I love examples of real life stories mm-hmm. and events. I like exercises or like asking questions like back at the reader. And I like that. Mm. And it just felt like very textbooky and it was super hard to get through for me that I was oh, like almost, that's why it took me so long to read the book. Cause like I kept, I, I would read a few, I would read what I thought was like 20 pages and I'd look at it was five pages. I was <laughs> like, Oh shit. I am not, that's I'm not crazy. connecting to this right yeah. now. I read but this in like three and a half hours. Really? Like she literally, book. yeah. She just when she read. Like, I read yeah, this like. Oh, that's right. Night. That's right. No, I, it's and been taking me notes. weeks. It took me weeks Blue to get through it. If right. I hadn't taken notes, it would have taken less. Yeah. I I tried to listen to it on audiobook and I had a hard time absorbing it. I told yeah. You. That would have been tough. That right. Was tough. But yeah, when I was looking at it, I found it really easy to read. Actually. Really, I was so just interested. I don't know. It wasn't. Ha- and then no exercises. Mid book, then it really got me. It was great, and I loved it. But it took. I just. If anybody else did pick up yes if anybody yeah, no. else is that kind of i'm a, definitely a visual learner and i like all those examples and i like connecting to the person i'm reading i don't know like i wanted to her to share even more about herself for some reason yeah um if you're yeah. like if you're like that in any way you might just get through it is what i'm saying because like the middle and towards the end is like so worth it God, yeah. so, so worth good. getting through it. Yeah. Um, but then I had a fucking great time reading it. I mean, yeah. I took so many notes, you guys. It's I like know. insane. I, I outlined the entire book essentially. Like <laughs> yeah. just up top. So the whole the whole point of the book, the thesis statement, if you will, is uh basically just you know, learning to be gentle on yourself right. and living what she calls a, a wholehearted life. Yeah. Right. Uh in like the first I think it's in the intro in the preface, she says living a wholehearted life is like walking towards a star. You don't ever get there, but you know you're going in the right direction. Right. right. She's like it's a real process. Um 
yeah it just she's done so much research on if you know anything about Brene brown you know she's done a bunch of research on shame yeah and i loved how deeply she went into shame in God, the book and me just, too and i love that she defined everything yeah so yeah. carefully and thoughtfully things like yes. love shame right you know intuition hope. and i d- hope i didn't even agree with everything but yeah. i was like oh man she's like really thought about this she's looked at other people's research like i thought it was amazing um yeah i do like her like scientific approach to everything yeah something that you wouldn't consider a scientific thing to to do shame you know but um i do i do appreciate the approach but yeah yeah. i thought just up top the first when she said rest and play are as vital as nutrition and exercise dude yes i mean that's what we've been yeah uh, having issues with yeah you know, with the workaholism stuff it's you know? very well totally mm-hmm. totally yeah um i really want us to read the book she recommends about play um oh, yeah. there's that chapter where she's like i really got a lot from and she lists two books um the play stuff it, i don't did you guys write out your ingredients for joy and meaning no i didn't i haven't so yet but i'm going to i'm going to also but I, I, I really recommend doing it because yeah. it's she in the chapter where she's talking about the necessity of play and that it's uh that play is like not only something we should do but it's actually vital for creative work and that if we're not playing that our well is going to run dry and we're like not going to be able to think creatively and stuff like that and right. you feel burnt out which is i totally right. have felt that way um but she talks about that your ingredients for joy and meaning so the things that like actually bring you joy and fulfill you on a day-to-day basis versus your goals are very different things yeah and that if you're only focused on achieving your goals every day you're gonna feel depleted and empty whereas if you're focusing at least having more of a balance we're like focusing on ingredients for joy and meaning um things like you know getting solid sleep eating food that tastes good and makes you feel good um taking time to just relax with your significant other those type of things by the end of the day you'll feel more fulfilled right than yeah. maybe like oh yeah. i still didn't conquer my goal yet or whatever you know yeah. right. i already know that my list of goals and what makes me happy are very contradictory of each yes. other yes. i already know that without making this list i made it in my head a little bit and it's like yeah like i i could probably only focus on one goal at a time in order to still remain joyful sure like i don't think i could do it all at once and that's what i've been having problems with is like how what do i do first or how do i just kind of narrow things down yeah it's because yeah like or or when people say like oh god it looks like things are going so great like you must you know like the outside doesn't really match the inside the social media is like oh you got this and you got this and you're doing this wow you must be super stoked actually i'm exhausted and i'm having a major crisis right now (laughs) (laughs) nice to see you though um (laughs) but yeah and it's, it's interesting how those can be so contradictory but you want all of it yeah you want both lists you almost have to set goals with joy in mind i feel like almost. yeah like, definitely not even joy but just what you want your life to look like because i think especially with with entertainment careers i mean we've talked about this delaney with you where you're like i'm at a point now where we were talking about this before we started recording i thought it was yeah. so interesting where you were like 24 year old delaney wanted completely different things she wanted to live on the road yeah like a vagabond yeah, comedy. <laughs> yeah. And you're like now i just want to come home yeah. to my boyfriend that i'm in love with and like, have a life and have a job and like have some structure yeah which completely makes sense i mean there's there have been things that I wanted to do when I was younger. I mean, granted, I've been doing stand-up for a long time, but I I really had a moment when I turned 18. I think I've talked about this on the podcast where, like, I was thinking, 
you know, because I could have just been like a church comic and that would have sure, been a different yeah. lifestyle, right. arguably easier. Right. Um, because, you know, you still have to travel, but it's it's not as like grueling or gross. Sure. Like, I got yeah. treated so well during church gigs. <laughs> wow. And, like, yeah. Insanely. Just like yeah. so many baskets and yeah, just well, great oh, sure. hotels. And the Lord was really present. Well. So the yeah. Lord <laughs> was <laughs> there. Uh, and he is not in the comedy condo in Tucson. Um, <laughs> I do not feel Jesus in this bunk bed. I tell you that much. There are some ghosts. <laughs> not the whole Demons, ghosts. per se. <laughs> yeah oh, so, but i had a moment where i really had to think about like what do you want your life to look like mm-hmm. and i i don't feel like especially you know young adults i don't think they think about that as much where since so much of our our culture is so perception based i think a lot of people think about like oh being a lawyer would look cool like, right. right or being you a care about actor what would be yeah. cool and like you know just getting older i mean i wanted to act when i was a kid and now i'm just like i just want to do stand-up like right. acting looks stupid yeah. i don't want to do that no offense no i know just for me <laughs> me too though that I feel that boring way. yeah yeah I, it's so it's so interesting as you get to know yourself like it how is you change your goals and what you want yeah. yeah and part of this whole like push and pull with the stand-up thing is that if stand-up was a career that i could have like go and do an 11 a.m brunch show and then go home and be in the same city every night and have like my nights and weekends i feel like i would do it and that's what's so hard is that i'm still i'm still loving this a bit and trying to like but it's not conducive to the lifestyle i want and that's so heartbreaking it's like to love something but it doesn't fit into what you want your overall life to it's look like. It's like a relationship. It yeah, is. it's going to be like the hardest breakup of my life, pretty oh, much. Yeah. You know? Oh, I, I told Taylor I started doing this. I've started um, unfollowing a bunch of comedians and people in the industry on Facebook. You can still be friends with them, but you don't have to see their posts. Absolutely, yeah. Because I want my, what I'm kind of seeing every day to just be a little bit more conventional stuff yeah, that's sure. happening. Domestic. Domestic stuff. Or just like, I don't need to see all the people doing all the things because then I'm going to start going through the cycle in my head. Like, yeah. I need to be doing more. I don't need to be taking a break. I need to be doing this mm, and this. Oh, I yeah. could be doing that and then I should be doing that. So I'm just kind of... Uh, yeah. You know, weeding out some stuff that I just, I need to kind of like monitor like what I'm feeding myself right now. I feel like. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I wish my Instagram feed was just like kittens and puppies and like <laughs> pretty makeup looks like yeah. and food. Yeah. I, that would be great. Yeah. It, it is hard. Like it's almost like playing. Um, it's like, I don't know. It's like gambling. The, the longer you scroll, you're going to bust because you're going to hit something mm. that makes you feel like shit about exactly. yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I tried to not deal. scroll too far. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what you're talking about is kind of like the defining decade stuff that we, we talked right. about with that episode in that book where it's like the things that you have to start to kind of be like, oh, is this the type of lifestyle I want? Right. Because it's not going to happen at 35. You have to do things leading up to that to exactly. like shape your future. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and the hard thing about stand-up is like you you got to get through the shit to get to what yeah. you To get want. to even like a little bit better shit there's right so <laughs> there's a lot of shit. so much shit absolutely yeah. i uh i loved how much she talked about being like kind to yourself because that is oh so my god I mean, i'm so yeah. this was in the preface of just how much we know and understand ourselves is critically important but there's something even more essential loving ourselves you're supposed mm-hmm. to be kind and gentle while discovering who you are which i thought was so good yeah. because i've really done this where like I'll be doing a lot of work on myself and I'm like, okay, I know that I'm like this. I'm petty and vindictive. And then I just walk around going, I am petty and vindictive. And I go, good job. You know yourself. And it's like, maybe you just need to be like your tendency 
is to be petty and vindictive. Yeah. It's so interesting because I've never seen that not. side of you at all. You must really just save that for your romantic relationships. I'm, I'm you know, save it up. Because <laughs> I've never experienced that that type yeah. of you before. Well, yeah. Well, you also said I think last week you were like, I, you don't seem very anxious to me, and I was like, well, I must be really happy around you guys. I was like, well, you are picking at the paper right now, so maybe I I've changed my mind. Anxious. I'm just my. Here's the thing. I'm very self-aware. I think, and that's my strong suit. But I. I am like, I was telling my boyfriend this the other night where I was just like, here's the thing. Oh, about boyfriend. Taylor have we Swift. talked about the oh, boyfriend on the podcast? Like this might be the um, introduction oh, to the boyfriend. <laughs> this might yeah. be. I don't think you can just sweep it under the rug and just, That's, you know, it was going to come out. It. it was going to come back. I just think the listeners might be curious, but you I, go well, ahead about your business. The occasional, uh, are any of you guys single? And it's like, and before I was Taylor like, was just me. Sorry. <laughs> like, you oh. know, like, look, I'm, I know Please. where I stand and fuck, Mary kill. And I'm good with it. I Oh my me. God! See, please, again, joking, no more South African. We all, everyone has types, and you know, like different flavors of white girl. Um, uh, no, but yeah, Taylor has a boyfriend. We're very happy I for do her have a boyfriend, and uh, I'm sure I'll talk about it yeah. uh, more. But I, yeah, the, I was talking about uh, we're talking about Taylor Swift, and I was just like, here's the thing about Taylor Swift. I know she's a bad person, but like, <laughs> I get it. You know, <laughs> like every time she does anything, even when it's something horrible, like they had all these articles come out when she was going to release her new album where it's like, it's coming out on Kanye's dead mother's oh, anniversary. Oh, yeah. Savage. I mean, mm, talk about like, I was like, like, I feel like that's something you would do. <laughs> I, I told him, I was like, dude, like if here's the thing, I don't think Taylor Swift is a good person, but I think that if I were famous, I would do exactly what she's done her entire career. That's why I'm like, I uh, never ever want to wrong you. Like I am afraid of. I'm a bad guy. Not, I'm not afraid of you at all. <laughs> you shouldn't be. I, I, I love you guys so much. Like I, 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 tell before, I have two settings. I have all in and dead to me. Yeah. That's it. Like if oh, you so... if you mess up or you like do something very right. clearly wrong, like right. I have no problem. Right. Just shutting you off like Got a it. fucking light. Yeah. Oh, there was there was a comic that like knew me and didn't like. Inter- didn't say hi like in a is a situation on the road because like there were other people there that could like help her career and i was like <laughs> and before that i was yeah. trying so i think i've told you who it was it's someone we yeah. we're not a huge oh. fan of oh yeah okay. so so i was already like trying real hard to be like you know what they work really hard they're like yeah <laughs> and then after that happened i was like thank you <laughs> I you no gave longer. me permission Thank to you for burying you. yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, no. Uh, at all. I don't know if I think Taylor Swift's a bad person. She might just be just really smart and just using I all think this she's shit. So smart. Oh, and so she's smart. just, hey, I'm gonna play this thing. You guys can all hate me, and I'm just gonna fucking roll I around on my bed of money. So smart. She's so smart. She's, she's smart. Really bad shit. How like the whole fucking Kanye thing when she went to accept her yeah. award, like. That's, that's some bad and just shit no happening remorse. to you. Yeah, yeah I would probably feel the up. same way. And it's done nothing, but it's done nothing but help her. Like, yeah, people were like, "That new song sucks," and I'm like, "I didn't enjoy it either." But you're talking about it. But you are talking, yeah. about, talking about it. About it. And you know what? It was in a smart way. It wasn't yeah. like Miley Cyrus like grinding on everybody. <laughs> you know, it was like she did a whole thing where her. I just that music video of her just being like, "Oh, you you think I'm a bitch?" <laughs> 
Okay. Like, Wait oh, for this. All my rings yeah. are snake snap. <laughs> Every ring. Everything is a snake. Uh, I love that music video. Every bit of like revenge, like revenge is yeah. like born to me. I thought like, about it. Get over. Like it's yeah. It's so hard for me to be a good person when I'm like feeling wrong. Like that situation I had where someone was like kind of upset in my direction. Right. Not directly at me, but someone's. Like, I I mean I had a, most of the time I felt guilty and horrible, but part of the time I was kind of like oh man i got so many good jokes i could drop about this i got so many social oh, media yeah. outlets that i could just you know in your darkest moments you're right like, you know it would be really funny yeah <laughs> when you're corn oh when taylor's cornered like oh, yeah. she will claw through you <laughs> oh she will through you <laughs> rip open your intestines i mean you saw uh, I, was doing, I was doing jokes about it and yeah I just, I was, and they were fucking hilarious <laughs> oh my god I, I know but i say i'm a bad person so. <laughs> anyway shame. uh well they actually talk she talks about that in the book where uh she got a kind of a nasty email and her first reaction is to just be really shitty right back yeah and you have to just take a moment breathe take 10 to 15 minutes go for a run do whatever you got to do and get to the heart of why you're upset and you know just knowing that reacting shittily back to somebody you know being cruel is never a good thing yeah you know it well, might feel good. No, I know. It yeah. might feel good. I said yeah instinctively, and then I was like, mm. yeah. <laughs> it might feel that. good in the moment, but there's always like that email right afterward where it's like, oh, fuck, this is just going to be yeah, a long spiral a of yeah. being mean to another it. human being when we're all just like people in pain going yes. around hurting each other. I know. So, you know and what I mean? You say it like that. I mean, it, it just comes down to like, who do you want to be? Like, do you want to be a good person? Yeah. Or do you want to be a badass? You know what I mean? <laughs> Or do you want to oh, kind of be yeah. an awesome like, cunt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that a new t-shirt? Awesome cunt. That is. <laughs> I'm going to write it down because I don't have a t-shirt yet, and I think that might be it. Oh, my God. Oh, that's lady. really. That's perfect. God. That's oh. perfect. Man, you fucking. Oh, man. Um, that's so funny. I really loved the whole section about uh, scarcity. And I want to read this little excerpt that she says, my friend Lynn Twist has written an incredible book called The Soul of Money. Uh, and there's an excerpt from it that says, for me and for many of us, our first waking thought of the day is I didn't get enough sleep, mm-hmm. which I was like, yes. yeah, damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The next one is I don't have enough time. Whether true or not, that thought of not enough occurs to us automatically before we even think to question or examine it. We spend most of the hours in the days of our lives hearing, explaining, complaining, or worrying about what we don't have enough of. Uh, We don't have enough exercise, work, profits, power, wilderness, weekends, and we don't have enough money ever, which like totally speaks to me. Like I'm always in this time of like, I don't know, I shouldn't do this. I told you guys I was like, well, you're responsible. Oh, well, thanks. That too. But also like, I, I don't know. It feels like a lot. Um, so she says, uh, by the time we go to bed at night, our minds race with a litany of what we didn't get or didn't get done that day. We go to sleep burdened by those thoughts and wake up to the reverie of lack. What begins as a simple expression of the hurried life or even the challenged life grows into the great justification for an unfulfilled life. Yeah. Yeah, that's my fucking brain. Mike yeah. She nailed my thoughts. I thought yeah. that was... I mean, that's so much of the workaholism it is. stuff. She's too, obviously of, a workaholic, right? Does she he, not blatantly say that? She calls herself like a busyholic at some point. Yeah, yeah. And like, she said if there's ever a meeting makes for fun busyholics, of it. I was like, I think it's workaholic. Yeah, I was like, when was this written? Because 
I don't know if Workaholics Anonymous was like a big thing yet or workaholism was a thing yet, but I don't know. She strikes me like totally basically textbook workaholic is because even though she's like, she's saying that in her book, like these thoughts, not everybody even has those. Like a lot of like Cam doesn't have those thoughts. Sure. You know, that's like workaholic mindset oh the, so the idea of she's that even you, speaking as a workaholic but i don't know if she does she realize it well that's sh- this is an excerpt the oh, thing i is. just read is an excerpt from Sweet somebody else's her. book but <laughs> hey do you, um, you know this about yourself <laughs> nice to meet you yeah <laughs> on our podcast oh my god i would love we'll, that we'll um, you. but yeah i just feel like that's such that's exactly what we've been talking about with workaholism yeah that you you're wake always up behind. feeling behind you go to bed feeling like you didn't do enough and mm-hmm. I I just started reading You Are a Badass, which we're going to review probably next month, yeah, I would assume. I would like that. Um, and that's a big thing, too, where it's like we are choosing to live in this place of like un- being unfulfilled all the time Constant. when in reality we should be walking. It's so funny the way she says it. She's like, we should be walking around like crying hysterically at how amazing our lives are like yeah oh my god like if you really dig into gratitude and you're just like oh my god like i have two arms i have two legs i have a roof over my head right there i have food in my stomach i have clean water right like oh yeah it's crazy and it's so true that and this is like a bigger longer thing but i think i've gotten addicted to being sad like I think that yeah. I'm scared to be happy. Well, oh, that it, thing that she yes. said about how anything you, you sometimes you think anything worthwhile or important has to be hard and like yes. shitty and you have to be miserable. Yes. That could be part of it. It's like, totally. well, it's not worth it mm-hmm. if I'm not sad, you know. I'm not a real artist if I'm not miserable yeah. all the time. The artist you way know? talks about that a lot that like you mm-hmm. got to struggle to be a real artist. Right. No, like, some things might come easily and naturally and it's yeah. beautiful and it's great and it's fun doesn't mean it's not important right and it's not i don't feel that things are unimportant when they come easily i feel guilty you say right same yeah right, yeah, yeah. Uh, right you know. what did you guys think i i really liked her uh the whole fitting in versus belonging because they're very oh, different things yeah. and people don't think of them as different things all I the time a lot about this right that because i was like oh i like we always say to each other it's it's very cute. Uh, well, I was like, oh, what was I before you guys? Right, <laughs> right. Uh, and it really, I felt like before I started working with you two, it was like I was fitting in. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't belonging. Right. Definitely. Right. Ab- absolutely. 100%. Yes. Fitting in. Way. Yeah. Trying, trying to just like make yourself a certain way. So yeah, you feel like you're belonging, but you're not being your authentic self. Yeah. We have shown each other our authentic selves and we still love oh, and accept and, each and other. And some. And we've even gotten yeah. close. Yeah. because of it yeah. but it's like when you're just trying to fit in you're not actually connecting with anybody because you're not being you and i thought that was so what she was saying about just living the authentic your authentic self it's so fucking hard if you might be the only one doing it out of a group of people yeah. like you have to be so brave to be like no i don't want to do that that's just not me like right. that takes so much balls yeah i, I thought about i um, did admire the new taylor swift single yeah. <laughs> there uh, you go uh, and then about. other people are brave and they say i admired it too and then there's a whole movement of people that admired it um but it mean it it made me think of that movie did you guys see the movie oh fuck what is it the uh the non-violent guy who went to to war no the movie that just came out hacksaw ridge that is like he was living his true authentic self he refused Mm -hmm. to carry and use a weapon in a war zone did you guys see this movie no i didn't holy shit it was amazing okay this guy 
every, you know, everybody's like, you got to use a gun. That's, you know, illegal against the rules, whatever. He refused. He's like, doctor, I goes, right? he was just, ah, he was a medic. He went in yeah. as a medic, uh, but he was just, his religious beliefs were like, no, I don't use any violence. I'm just going to go to war and help as many people as I can. And didn't use a single weapon and saved a, a bunch of people's lives i don't know it was in the the tens, 20s or 100s i can't remember but that is like living your true authentic self where everybody is saying no you're doing this wrong and you're still standing up there saying no yeah i'm not gonna do that yeah this is me sorry yeah. if you don't like it and then he ended up coming out you know like saving people's lives and he didn't get and killed. he didn't die He's yeah fine, right i mean um, right yeah, I don't know. I don't think no, I don't I think he did. I God, I can't remember the ending. But he yeah, that was like something that oh, I think this might have been it. Um, Desmond Doss Medal of Honor winner. Jeff just texted me. He must have heard yes. me talking about Oh my it. god, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Jeff Ray. Uh it's like the neighbor. <laughs> did he die, Jeff? No, he survived, right? Um, going back to what you were talking about about being afraid of being happy, she said some some like gut-wrenching stuff Whoa. to where she was I did this stuff hit you as hard when she said I'm not going to allow myself to feel this joy because I know it won't last right yes right which was oh she said it like throughout the whole book where like you have to live a wholehearted life even when the joy is so intense we're afraid to feel it yes Ugh. like all that stuff really hit me because I think I yeah. think we've talked about this where it's like I get afraid to be excited about stuff. And she said something about that too. Oh, she she, like, yes. In the beginning yeah, of the book where yes, she said playing down exciting things won't make the disappointment hurt when they less. don't happen hurt. Yeah. Less. Yeah. And also you don't have a like community of friends and family to be like, Hey, I'm sorry that didn't work out. I knew that you cared about it. Cause you didn't tell anybody you cared about it. Yeah. Right. You because played you're it down trying not to be vulnerable because right. you don't want anybody to be like, Hey, I'm really sorry that didn't happen. You want, if it doesn't happen to just be like, yeah, I didn't think it was going to, I've been walking around doing that with this development deal right. where yeah. people are like, congrats on the deal. And I'm like, Oh, thanks. Yeah. We'll see if it actually happens. That's yeah. my, yeah you're with like coping with it yeah Yeah, because i just like you don't want to get your hopes up i don't know if i'm genuinely not excited or if i am not letting myself be right yeah even it's crazy like this is even in my okay we're gonna just bring it even with my current relationship yeah. uh, this is someone i'm dating for the third time last two times it didn't work out in large part because i would not let it mm-hmm. because i was in my head about so many things and looking for reasons not to be happy and looking for things that might be disappointing down the road yeah and like mm. it's the whole this joy won't last thing like and i've done it in all my relationships mm. with this one especially like right. my last relationship the guy was like i would joke about us breaking up all the time and how hard it was going to be when we broke up as like a yeah. defense mechanism and he, at one point he's just like taylor i get it we're probably going to break up at some point but like until then can we just pretend we're gonna die together can we just like wow. pretend? Yeah. Yeah. yeah i was like oh wow okay yeah let's pretend yeah because yeah. that's all you can do like being in love is so vulnerable and it's so hard yeah like it's like it's the scary. best thing in the whole world and it's so scary right absolutely like, oh yeah oh yeah yeah I no i mean that's the thing i told you like when i started being really happy like with my life is when i started having all that fear of death Remember yeah, that? Yes. Like, and I still have that really bad, yes. but like it really, really was bad when like, I, you know, I was like, okay, I like my job. Okay. I like all my extracurriculars. 
okay i love my boyfriend like everything is like going too well yes. to where i'm scared because i'm like i know it's not going to last and it's that fear of just embracing the, the joy of it and like i got to prepare myself to where this is not a thing right yep. um but yeah no, that, that hit me too well yeah, she talks a lot about it in the ted talk on youtube um where we cannot selectively numb mm, so if we yeah. start to numb shame and grief and sadness we also numb joy and right. gratitude and happiness like you can't shut one side off without shutting everything off and right. i think especially being stand-ups there is a tendency to try to just kind of numb everything because even if you have a great set one night you know that it's only a matter of time before you're in another situation where it's going to be a shitty crowd or or you're having an off night or whatever it is and so it's like you don't even at least for myself i feel like even if it's a great show I don't even let myself feel it very much. Yeah. Like, or if I do, it's very quickly. And then I just tell myself like, okay, back to work. Just it would like, be too exhausting. Yeah. Emotional so you just coaster. stay kind of in the middle and numb. Right. And I just feel like, and I feel like I'm doing that with my relationship too. I feel like I'm numbing a lot where it's mm. like, like you said, this fear of like, what if, what if it doesn't work out down the line? Or like, what, what if I'm just numbing, everything so that I, I don't know it's hard to even like put into words do you know what i mean you find like, yourself not enjoying anything fully yeah right yeah because you're just preparing yourself for what's next you're never you're not present yeah. she said in there she was like because you're you, she's like you hold yourself back because you're afraid of being disappointed or wrong yeah yeah and i think especially for perfectionists yeah it's the thought of being wrong it's not even like it's it's not even entirely only about losing the other person in a relationship. It's like, oh, I'm going to look stupid because I thought right. that it was going to work out. Like, right. my yeah. first breakup was the hardest breakup I've ever gone through. First, because it was the first one. First and then also deepest, it was because, yeah. like, I, I thought I was going to marry that dude. So I was just like, after that, I was like, well, I guess I'm wrong about everything. And yeah, it's hard to trust yourself. Yeah. 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 And you don't yeah. want to look dumb. It's, a, again, vulnerability. Um, totally. What did you guys think uh, when she was basically saying that spirituality is the foundation of resilience? I didn't know if I saw that coming, really, but um, how just being resilient to shame, basically knowing when you're knowing the symptoms and sign of your own shame, being able to address it and then talk about it, share it with somebody that you trust, and then basically connect over that. Yeah. Um, and the people who are most resilient to it have this very strong foundation of a, like spirituality, whether right. that's God in the Christian meaning or just being out in nature or whatever. It was very just like big. trusting the universe. Just trusting. Thing. Basically, you're trusting some kind of higher power that connects all of us. We're all connected. That kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that like interconnectedness of yeah. humanity. And I feel and like goodness, yeah, that is. I mean, that is kind of a trend with most of the time when you meet somebody like a well-balanced human being you know it they just have some faith that something everything inside. will get better yes or, you know what i mean and it's yeah, yeah oh and i really that. liked her uh the whole um hope as hope is not really an emotion it's a mindset basically yeah. yeah i thought that was very interesting because i hadn't really thought of hope that way right um well, what did faith she say? Too. I think she said faith yeah. is like a conscious choice. It's a choice, it's right? Totally. Feeling. Yeah. Um, Which really she gives said. you some of the power back for sure. Yeah. There was, oh, she said something else. She said perfectionism is addictive. And yeah. Oh, yes. God, that was, that was big. I mean, that's definitely an addiction of mine for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, it's all part of the workaholism, but like 
for sure addicted to perfectionism. Well, your workaholism comes from your perfectionism. Yeah. Right. I think in the same way that all my stuff comes from anxiety, yours comes from perfectionism. Right. Totally. It feeds on one another. Perfectionists basically believe if, you know, if you live, act, and look perfect, it'll protect you from blame and judgment. Uh, Yeah. You know, it's like a shield. When instead it actually leads to more of it. Like your perfectionism actually. Because perfectionism, yeah, you can't, it's an unattainable goal. So you're never going to reach it. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You believe you're imperfect and then you discover that you are over and over and over again right yeah i'm like nima in the office where she pam's like but no he's perfect she's like i wouldn't care to live if i thought that was how it was or whatever you know where she's like (laughs) i genuinely am like no it's attainable (laughs) i'm like i could do it i can do it it's there it's there there's i just gotta be better and it's like (laughs) no crazy it's not there it's not possible yeah when she said I like wrote this down and underlined it where there is no way to control perception, no matter how much time and energy we spend trying. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. You, even if you were perfect, one person's just thinking that you're not, I know I'm in my hamster wheel. You'd you'd be fucked up by that. Even if you were, let's say that you could attain perfection. One person could walk around like, eh, I don't think you're so great. And it would ruin you. Like, yeah, it's it's not, so yeah. it's it's not a thing that could ever happen. Right. So why are we chasing it? Yeah. I liked that when she said also that shame, judgment, and blame, just realizing that those are realities of the human experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like as far as what you said about addicted to being sad, I kind of think there's something to that. I think Julia Cameron says this in The Artist Way, right? About yeah. how you mm. need to enjoy the misery that comes with like following your dreams. Yes. Yeah. And how you kind of got to like sleep on that airport floor and go like, i'm doing it yeah Yeah, addicted to anxiety i know i think there's something to be said like i mean even as as something is not mundane it's terrible but like going through a breakup or something i mean kind of just enjoy the fact that you can eat ice cream and watch high fidelity and like go through that that period of like i'm gonna look really good for a month you know what i mean like yeah you see people coming out of breakups and kind of just like from the ashes yeah. right a yeah phoenix, phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rise of the phoenix tenacious yeah. g i mean the last i was single for the last year and it was so good for me and i really tried to enjoy even those moments of just like oh man like i really miss my ex like i'm really having a hard time with this like i'm lonely whatever else i'm stressed and like even those moments i was just like yeah but you're doing it though yeah you're in it you you're in it and then yeah. you just starfish in the bed and you go there's so much room there you go yeah. Yeah. not for long no, not, not anymore at the not time, great. it was great it's great yeah. um but she also talked about writing down you know the, the gremlins you know all the voices and stuff yes. writing that down just like julia cameron said write it down and then try to turn it into a positive or say totally. the opposite of it yeah but yeah she's like yeah write it down see what you're afraid of right in front of you yeah try to tackle it yeah. um Ooh, but, i like this uh, quote trying to avoid media messages is like trying to hold your breath to avoid air pollution yes oh uh, yes resonated with you with absolutely the, with i like facebook stuff yeah absolutely yeah we're just like r- trying to seek things and we don't even really know why we're, we're trying to do it sometimes yeah it's like why do people feel like they have to do they have to meet somebody get married uh buy a house have a kid have three dogs like it's like uh, Sometimes people don't even think it's like, oh shit, this doesn't even really make me happy right now. Why am I putting so much stress on myself to fucking buy a house at this age when really I'm totally fine living in a studio apartment and saving my money for something else? Right. It's like kind of just think about why you're doing things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When I went to community college instead of 
uh, a university when I dropped out of a university to go to community college it like made me so happy and it was the best choice but I was like completely a perception thing where I was like uh, well it's just I just had to make peace with like it's gonna look like I failed or I crapped out or um, I couldn't make friends and I don't care this yeah, is what right. I want to do you have to stop I thought about you so much during this book I can't believe it didn't resonate with you well, it like, resonated up. I loved it so much. <laughs> no it resonated uh, it took me a little bit though once I once I was into it I was into it but there was stuff I mean but up until that point it all just felt like okay there's a lot of definitions there's a lot of explanations there's a lot of explanations of scientific yeah. stuff it was needy. i was it was yeah and it was just sure. like yeah it was very dense i guess and i'm just like i i'm not resonating with this there's not enough like real life examples for me to connect to but then it, it got into it i especially loved when she talked about how basically the everyday moments are what you remember and what matter yes. and like yeah. we all know that but sometimes it's really hard to like be joyful and content when it's happening you know like you're always chasing something else but um i liked the fact that uh she was talking about how uh her and her husband and her kids they all cut down on something to have more family time together where she was like look i'm only gonna work four days a week he's gonna only do this and then she had the kids uh uh cut out an activity or something right it's like hey we're making more time just to hang out and have just downtime yeah yeah i loved that i love that too i love that because it's so true it's like you're i don't know i just i was like i'm gonna remember that for when i raise kids if that happens you know it's like hey or um i i talked to somebody who uh one of their friends like twice a year they have their kids stay home like play hooky from school and they go off and do something as a family like everybody plays hooky twice a year and they're like what do we do today let's just go do something crazy and fun like i love that that's like, great that's, that's the stuff your kids are gonna remember that's too. what they're gonna remember sure. yeah they're not gonna remember having to get from fucking basketball practice to band practice to this to the, you know i'm gonna remember you handing them a juice box yeah and, yeah like throwing it at them as they get on the field yeah my mom used to pull me out of uh out of math class in third grade because i had a like a very like verbally abusive teacher like this woman should have been fired like oh, she geez. was horrible oh and scarred me like she i swear to god she is the source of a lot of my anxiety third, oh great yeah. third grade i am Ooh. not kidding you she's one of your she monsters hall of she fames? was yes yeah. number one on my monster hall of fame uh, miss benzo linda benzo, benzo <laughs> if you are listening you're a bad person you should have never been in charge of children look what you made yeah am i red in the face there's yeah, still a that, lot of anger oh, there that, made, that got me a little hot she oh, was, was a bad great. person and uh my mom would take me out of math class and we would go beanie baby shopping oh look at that beanie baby <laughs> I dude i used to be those. really into those i used to have fucking beanie cartons of those partially things. are the reason that my family went bankrupt <laughs> i'm not kidding we owned uh, hundreds yeah of beanie babies my mom spent 350 dollars on the maple <gasps> beanie baby are you it was a problem oh, we would eat at issue. mcdonald's several Just times to get for the, all of them yeah I'm, I'm telling you it was a problem in our family we are we have like kind of like co- collectors mindset of like we gotta we gotta get the pokemon mindset oh shit we're very into pokemon too pokemon. um oh. anyway yeah that and that That's i'll hilarious. never forget that you know yeah so good i'm Aww. gonna share a nice memory that i have of my yeah. mom since we're on that topic uh i remember she used to pick me up from preschool in one of those red wagons because we <gasps> used to flyers. we lived we lived like walking distance from Aww. you know school to home and she would surprise me with like a package of like white powdered donuts <laughs> and i would just awesome. eat donuts on my way home from school in this wagon that's happiness. that is happiness pure bliss <laughs> you know that's Aww. the shit you remember though yeah that's so good i got when i was 
was in, I don't know, second grade, I got a ring stuck on my finger because I was fat. Because <laughs> I was fat. Or maybe the ring just wasn't your size, it Taylor. Was a, it was a combination of things. It's the reason I don't wear rings anymore and uh, I won't until I get married. And maybe not even then. And uh, and I got stuck on my finger in the middle of the night and I went into my mom and like woke her up and she went with me to the kitchen and put my hand in like ice water to make it like deflate or something oh, yeah. We're trying okay, to get yeah. It off. yeah and we just sat there and i sat there with my hand and we talked and ate uh frozen cookie dough not helping situation. <laughs> <laughs> and that was so nice and i remember it so vividly and then like my dad got up like you know 45 minutes later and just went into his toolbox and like you know pliered it like clipped it off and then we yeah. were just like oh i guess it's over the moment's over oh, good night oh, yeah oh, that's, that's nice yeah it's that a nice, nice moment yeah it's yeah. weird the things that you remember yeah it's super weird you know yeah i remember like yeah i don't remember like i do remember the big stuff but the things i remember most about you know like my dad and stuff is just like him like playing in the sprinklers with us and like when i bring that up to him he's just like so sentimental and yeah sweet. like i couldn't tell you if like you know who was always in the the audience of like i don't know a game like a basketball game like i probably couldn't tell you that but like those little weird yeah everyday kind of mundane moments is like what you really think about oh yeah totally. and that's and you know that's what matters yeah. but it's so hard ingredients oh. for joy and meaning mm. yeah you we just gotta, gotta dig in get good at it my dad's really good at it. he'll he's like almost obnoxious about it where like if we go to like the grocery store on christmas day and you have like a good conversation for 10 minutes he's like this is christmas oh this is god. a memory oh my god this, this is, is a memory christmas. he plants a flag in it and he goes this is a memory this and, then oh he, my god. and he forgets because he has a bad memory but file he, it away yeah he just just this is christmas to me just so you know oh, and you're god, like oh it. don't cry oh, oh, you're so lactate. <laughs> your dad oh my god he's gosh. very sweet uh, I well just, oh man there's are we there. i know yeah. i feel like we've been talking about this was for meaty. so long and i'm just like still like vibrant i mean when she's talking about unraveling did this not hit you when she defined unraveling is when you feel a desperate pull to the life you want not what you're supposed to live I yeah. think that's what you're that's doing. That's you yeah. right now. You're that letting is. go of who you feel like you're supposed to be. 100%. To become yes. who you actually are. Yeah. Let go of who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are. Oh, that yeah. is part of you the know, title of the book. Oh, You know what's so... Oh, I know this is so weird that I'm even talking about it. It's like I'm afraid to just live a conventional lifestyle well, they talk about even though yeah. it's exactly what I want. It's exa- I know exactly what I want. You're and like wasting your talent i'll admit it to myself yeah and i'm like but that means all these things go away yeah yeah and it's like and then, and then part of this was a little bit uh, hard for me because it's like you want to use your talents and spread your talents and bring joy through your talents but it's also you also want to live your authentic self and i'm like okay which one do i do I gotta, yeah it's yeah. both uh, it's very contradictory so i'm just like yeah 20 i was saying like yeah 24 year old me and almost 28 year old me would have nothing in common they'd probably chit chat at a party and but then, then like, probably not see each other them. again maybe not even like each other Which that much terrified me by the yeah. way because i am currently 24 yeah and anytime you're like yeah i feel completely different i don't even like the same stuff i liked i'm like <laughs> what? What? Yeah. what do i like uh, yeah. <laughs> um it says uh our culture is quick to dismiss quiet ordinary hardworking men and women in many instances we equate ordinary with boring or even more dangerous ordinary has become synonymous with meaningless yes yeah yeah and it's like 
logically i know that's not true but feeling it is way different yeah. it's like oh if i leave you know stand up if i stop doing all these creative things or if i just do the creative things that nobody sees like painting in my kitchen and then hanging up on my wall two people are gonna see that you guys when you go into my bathroom right. you know what i mean it's like people aren't gonna see this stuff but it doesn't make it any less important yeah but it, fe- it sometimes right. it feels that way with like social media and everything it yeah makes you feel like you someone's gotta see right. it because right. otherwise it doesn't count right and it's like i have to just get to a place where i'm okay with uh oh man f- being happy doing what makes me happy i'm not okay right, right now i'm not okay doing what makes me happy and that yeah. it's tough but you yeah. gotta have faith in yourself uh, like the Anne lamott quote she <laughs> cited <laughs> uh, the opposite of faith is not doubt but certainty um that was a big one. We began it with a quote. We ended it with a quote. We sure did. Good. Wrapped it up into a nice Wrapped little bouquet. Up. Well, well, we are at uh, an hour 10. So. Oh, wow. So we are Amy. on to the... Uh, let's do it. Yeah. The advice question. Advice. Gosh, advice we've question. had so many good ones lately. Yeah, Holy we have. Balls. I know. Part, we don't even need to do one, but we should. We have to. Yeah. Because we're if, backed up. If you guys would like us to uh, to give it a shot at helping you with your advice question email us at selfhelplesspodcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. we will do Absolutely. our best we'll or if you advice best. for me while i'm sure. uh, yeah. Uh, yeah if anybody's g- gone through a total like 180 how did you handle it what did you do what helped you yeah because i'm fucking at a, i'm lost a little bit i'm getting there but it feels like you know it's, a, it's definitely a constant struggle yeah totally who knew this podcast would end up saving Delaney? <laughs> of all people. <laughs> of all people. I was like, oh, Delaney's got her shit together you the most. Who knew? Me. <laughs> uh, Crumbly okay, so- cookie over there. <laughs> Who knew? Look at us. Look at us. Couple of hearty biscottis. You guys are really we doing it. We ain't crumbling it. for shit. You guys are doing it. <laughs> you guys aren't even getting soggy in the tea. Yeah. You're really. Just call us the biscotti boys. We feel nothing. <laughs> All right. So this is from uh, this is a, a device question from Jay Christopher and uh, Dear Self Helpless Dream, twi- Dream Team. And uh, he, he's so nice. He says, uh, I've debated whether or not to write to y'all. I feel kind of pathetic, but listening to oh, your podcast, never. never feel pathetic. Never. Uh, having you all be so open about your experiences, uh, you know, I could really use some advice or suggestions on how to handle this. It is a long one, so I'm going to try to kind of get through it and, okay. and, and forgive me, Jay, if I'm not you know reading every word um basically he's struggling to move on from a relationship uh he moved to orlando for a job two years ago and he had to like leave all his friends and family behind Mm. uh you know after a month he started dating one of the guys he moved in with Uh, a year later they got their own place and he had to move back home uh so i guess the job was over or something okay Uh, they tried long distance for a while but it ended after seven months of that that's hard that's tough uh and he's really heartbroken uh oh being with him made me want to be a better person oh that's really sweet he goes not to say that i was terrible before (laughs) uh he's really good to me uh his relationship before this guy was terrible and uh you know mourned it for a couple months uh just tried to focus on friends and career um had a hard time trying to be friends with this guy that he dated because it reminded him of what he lost uh Uh, found myself running through what ifs and could be's they stopped talking altogether just threw himself into work 
Then this summer, he started having dreams about the guy moving on, which oh, kept him up at I night. I used to have oh, yeah. There. We've all been there. That's so tough. Oof. Uh, and all the sadness started back over. Uh, I've tried to reach out, but he's got a new job and life that keeps him very busy. December will be a year since we broke up, and here I am still holding on to it. Oh. Still mourning our relationship. I can't move on. Am I crazy pathetic? Is this normal? When do these feelings stop? I still oh. love him, but I don't think we will end up together again. Oh, So normal. Normal. classic case of right for each other just wrong timing just oh man oh, okay this is breaking my yeah heart. yes but God you damn. know what all that is so normal so and normal. we've God, all we've been all there all been there i mean it took me almost three years to get over my relationship that's yeah. the thing is like you have to yeah. be so gentle and so nice to yourself because it's not gonna just go away overnight it's gonna be a process but i swear at the end of that process you're going to feel so good when you finally feel over that person and you really are. Truly, and then you know yeah. exactly what you want and you meet a person who is what you want. Yeah. It just makes it all so much better and so much, so worth the, the pain of the past relationship when you find that person. That's right. But then he's also saying that they're right for each other. It's the wrong timing. So maybe you will reconnect That's with really this person hard. at some so point. Tough. Yeah. You know, maybe you will and it'll happen. Uh, I've never had that experience where I felt I was with, the right person it was wrong timing i've always been never looked back not there was not it was not right no no second thoughts about literally anybody i was so yeah no i was so confident thoughts about everybody oh no i was i was confident about every single breakup and ending of the relationship that guy you kept getting back together with that one was the only one but that was because it's my first relationship i had nothing to compare it to it was my first everything it was just like and it was a very toxic cycle Mm -hmm. but but towards the end of it like and then we saw each other like a year after we broke up and i sat across from him having coffee and i felt so happy that i just felt nothing anymore wow i felt nothing no regrets i felt i wanted i knew when i was really over it when i wanted the best for him and i really meant it wow like i care about you as a human yeah all the shit that you did it's fine don't worry about all shit i did let's forget about it yeah i just want you to be happy and be okay and i have no romantic feelings for you and no what ifs at all that's the best when you know they're wrong for you and you're just like yeah it's, i don't have that happened with the guy who broke up with me in college and then afterward we were kind of thinking about we were like talking about getting back together and we went we had like plans to go get dinner yeah and then i met the guy that i'm currently seeing uh the first time and it was like once i met him i like went to dinner with that guy and i was just like you don't like me like you're just and i had been heartbroken like my college boyfriend is like my first real relationship i was just like you know and i was just like yeah you don't really he's like so you don't want to try again i was like no i you don't like me and there's other people who do yeah i'm not i I, it's fine it's okay that you don't like me yeah then you'll find someone you do like right yeah but that's why I feel so terribly anytime I hear those situations of people who are like, we broke up because of circumstances, not right. because we're wrong for each other. I mean, it's like, God damn, I, it's so hard to get over somebody when you are wrong for each other, yeah. let alone if it's just like, oh, you know, like he's talking about maybe or, yeah. wrong time, right person. Um, yeah, I, uh, it's so hard to advise. I would do what you can. Like it, going to therapy helped me a ton when I was trying to get over my bad breakup uh, before Kane. So maybe if that's something that would help you to just like go talk to a professional, somebody who's just there to listen to you. Yeah. And that's it. There's no pressure. You can just vent about your feelings and also take the pressure off of yourself for like 
this time frame of when you think you need to be over this person. Right. Because I think yes. everybody feels that pressure and that like that shame, like, oh, I should be over this by now. And it's like, whatever that time frame is, it's never it, that's never it. Like you said, it took you three years. It always took me oh, yeah. several years. Like, yeah, it's it's rarely a quick thing. So yeah. give things your will come up again. You know, yeah. even in a, in a new relationship, yeah. you might be like, oh, totally. this reminds me of so and so. I have come to come on in a grocery store. Totally. Yeah. Like, yeah. Be kind to yourself and give yourself permission to just like take whatever time you need. Yeah, yeah because no. it sounds like they were together for like close to a year and a half. Yeah. So Although, what do they say? Do they say it's half the time you were together? It takes you to get over them. I don't See, think but that's that's that, no. See, that's you that can't shit do that. that I hate. Sometimes I hate that that's not even true. a thing that's out there because it's just like, not true. it's different for everybody. It's so Absolutely. different. I mean, I've broken up with people where like a week, like the minute we broke up, I was like, oh, I'm fine. Like, I'm never going to cry about this again. Really? And then, yeah. And then yeah. other people I've broken up with where it was just like, you know, the that's worst awful. thing right. ever. Yeah. I mean, I, <sighs> it's so hard. Like, I'm going to give slightly different advice just to be the devil's advocate here. sure go for it just because this sounds like this is so hard too because it's a circumstance thing it's like right. the distance thing is like not really a thing yeah you can deal with unless you want to move back to orlando which like ew yeah. uh no i I'm will kidding. never advise that yeah. <laughs> where do you move back to yeah I, i'm assuming it's california but i could be wrong um but i mean again and i'm God, i'm talking about this a lot on this episode but uh you know the the person i'm dating now again for it was a thing of like i've known him for years now and it was like you know bad timing before like i wasn't ready and it was one of those things too where i felt the same way you did where i was like i feel crazy i feel pathetic even when i was really happy and in like a really good place i was like still thinking about it and i was right. like why can't i get over this person like i even when the moments where i was like that was totally wrong for me that's never gonna happen again it's fine if it persists long enough i kind of feel like you maybe should see pursue that i don't know maybe oh, yeah just because like you, yeah you got no problem with that like, also when, start banging other people that usually helps a little I, bit. I wouldn't know <laughs> what you that. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> but i yeah i just i feel like there's something to be said for like listening to what's inside you yeah and yes. uh you know I think you can get over. I also think you can, from a practical standpoint, like you can get over anybody, like anyone could die on you. You know, you got to believe that just because of there are earthquakes. But (laughs) you know, if, if it's something where you feel like you really want to make that work and that's like the person, like you might have to move to Orlando, like fair warning, but it's (laughs) don't be, I would say what Kelsey said, just be kind to yourself. Don't put a time limit on it, but also, you know, don't rule anything out because it sounds like you guys are still in contact and there's still like a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of feelings there. And I yeah. would want you to, cause you forget being in a relationship, you forget how hard it is to like fall in love like that. Yeah. Like, isn't that fair to say? Totally. When totally. you're single, you're like, oh shit like <laughs> this is hard yeah. yeah and then when you're in it you're like oh yeah you could probably fall in- i could find the beauty in anyone and right. then you get back out there and you're like everyone's ugly you know like <laughs> it's, it's, who are these yeah. trolls <laughs> in their courts <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, I, I just yeah i'm yeah. a little bit of devil's advocate advice but i think uh, yeah i would also say yeah i've never been in a position where i broke up so from crazy. circumstances so i can't even imagine how hard it is um but i would say also if you guys will reconnect at some point don't put all the pressure on yourself to be the person that does that i mean if you feel like you have tried 
maybe he'll end up reaching out to you at some point. Like if it's meant to be, it'll happen. You know, you people who are meant to be together will come back to each other. Hopefully that's yeah. what we all hope. Right. Uh, it's working for Taylor. Um, you will see. Yeah. Um, I also said, I, I will give you some advice that I, that I, uh, reverse advice something that i did which was i kept myself so busy to distract myself from feeling sad Mm -hmm. and i would say don't do that because that's also a cycle that's hard to break so if you're feeling sad feel sad yeah you're also prolonging it it. yeah prolonging things if you're exactly like yeah throw yourself into things that you like you know work or projects but don't do that to the point where you're not you know dealing with your feelings and and all that um and also yeah like i don't know start dating other people if you can uh or just like meeting other people because sometimes it just takes some reminders be like oh there's a bunch of people out there i'm not gonna be alone forever this is not the only person in the world totally just a couple little reminders here and there yeah. Just a little bit watch, of nuggets of hope. Watch High Fidelity. That's the best part of any breakup. You get to watch High Fidelity and have <laughs> a really true. Rest. Enjoy being sad. Enjoy <laughs> how do you remember being heartbroken last? You feel so interesting. You feel <laughs> so fascinating. Yeah. When your heart yeah, is case study. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And you'll do something around. new. Like I ended up yeah. traveling or, you know, studying abroad in Greece because I was so sad. You know, you'll just do That's something so cool. new that'll push yourself and you'll Yeah. Yeah. It'll be great. Good, thank you for writing into thank you. us best of luck keep us updated yes yes should we uh plug ourselves and then get the fuck out of here with yes. some goals yes all right i'm at delaney fisher across the board delaneyfisher.com um wow well, we're just gonna hold on guys oh, real that's quick. Right. we're just looking at when this episode is coming out this is coming out on december 18th okay, um great. oh christmas weekend christmas christmas oh, happy um, holidays. i'm at kelsey cook on twitter kelsey cook comedy on instagram and uh, kelseycook.com i will be in uh, at tacoma comedy club this whole christmas weekend so if you are in uh, the pacific northwest in that area i will be there Awesome. I'm ttomcomedy.com, ttomcomedy on Instagram, Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter. And uh, December 21st through the 23rd, so this weekend, I am at the Helium Comedy Club headlining in St. Louis. That'll be so fun. Uh, So fun. And then uh, next weekend, December 28th through the 30th, I am headlining Hilarities in Cleveland. I love it. And it's uh, it's, if this is almost the holidays, I will be uh, in Illinois and Wisconsin with Cam and his family doing normal christmas stuff oh, and i'm very I'm so excited jealous. about it dude i love his family it's they're amazing Aww. like his sister olivia is like my sister already it's great That's she so likes yeah. I'm, yeah i know awesome. i'm looking She's forward best. to spending the holidays over What's there i'm gonna olivia? have a real white christmas with white people and white snow <laughs> oh boy it's the whitest christmas <laughs> oh so um you want to do some hashtag goals we haven't done hashtag goals for a while yeah, yeah. um I I haven't told you guys this yet, but I took it upon myself to start doing this like a week ago. Uh, every night before bed, I've been writing out a list of things that I'm grateful for that day. Nice. And then a list so of good. things that I'm being compassionate with myself about that day. Oh. Uh, the Netflix thing was on that list that <laughs> Netflix. day. Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> And then also a list of like victories of the day of like, like things that you can like pat yourself on the back for like, good job. That's a good thing that happened. And it, it puts me to sleep in a much better mindset than, uh, than usual. So I've been doing that for like about 10 days. So I, my goal is to keep doing that. That's oh, good. great. Nice. I've been really good about my morning pages lately, probably because awesome. I've been home. Um, also, uh, this is like a hashtag goals and an update. I booked all my travel for December, which is a lot, and I didn't book any red eyes. Yay. Oh, good, Taylor. Not one single red eye. So good. Yeah. Job, all girl. clear eyes. 
Um, uh, uh, that was a bad, bad joke. Uh, <laughs> what my goals? I actually was going to talk about the yeah, the gratitude thing. I'm going to start saying out loud what I'm grateful for uh, just throughout the day. Good. I, you know when i'm feeling like weird about anything i'm just gonna snap right out of it and just talk because my fucking i love my life it's great yeah why can't i just fucking enjoy it i know the full potential i know um so yeah the the gratitude stuff is what i'm definitely gonna focus on and i'm going to um try to be nice to myself about transitioning from yeah. one life to a completely different one it feels like and yeah. be okay with it yeah we'll be here no matter yeah. we're here i'm gonna take that too actually and i'm gonna say uh i'm gonna try to do that too just try to be more i'm gonna try to be less superstitious about saying i'm really really happy yeah yeah I'm afraid every happiness. time that happens like i get worried that's why this book resonated with me so much is like i get worried especially like telling my sisters or something like i'm so happy we live together like this is so great and then i'm just like oh. they're gonna die you know oh. like you know how you watch a yeah. movie and like you see the main character be like you're my best girl donna and then donna's <laughs> like you're my best guy daniel and then she goes off and gets hit by a horse right right of course always what happens the minute i saw planet of the apes the newest one and he was just like stroking a a monkey's face and then then i was like well that monkey's dead right like immediately oh Oh, god well on that note on the dead horse yeah dead people on goals hashtag goals please subscribe to self-helpless on itunes if you haven't yet uh like our facebook page join our facebook group uh subscribe to us on youtube and um i think that's it yeah that's it leave Thank us a five-star rating and review we'll talk to you guys uh not on christmas usually they come out on monday right christmas is a monday so it will come out on tuesday december 26th right. have a great christmas you guys we love you bye, bye. why won't it let me